At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line, as we welcome you back, happy holidays as we kick off the 2022-2023 NFL season. The road to Glendale starts tonight, but it starts at SoFi in Inglewood, California, just down the road from me, as we welcome you back. Of course, the Bills at the Rams. Michael Lombardi, Ocean City, New Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, Los Angeles, California. By the way, as we continue with the breakdown, two and a half on the Bills, you got a total of 52. As we continue with the breakdown of tonight's game to kick off the season, I have some disappointing news for you, and that is... Trey Lance's teammates did not vote him captain. I'm sure that will shock you. Uh, no, I mean, how could you vote him captain? You know, the, your best players have to be the captain. You know, you, what, that's what you want. He's too young to be the captain. I mean, he's just, it's all he can do to get himself to the game on time. Let alone, I don't mean this a, a knock towards him, but I mean, it's, it, he's got a lot on his plate. Let him just worry about what is on his plate, you know? So I, I think that's probably they'll, – they'll figure out all the other stuff. Look, this is all going to have to be a collective effort for the 49ers and move forward. And, you know, I think they'll eventually need Jimmy Garoppolo at some point during the season, and they'll eventually need some ways to win games. I, you know, I, I think that's kind of just what it is. So, yeah, that's a little bit hard for him. He, it's too much on his plate right now. Okay, I'm going to revert back to Bills Rams, but just quickly now, now, on before the we match. go there, before we yeah, go please, there, please, I, I'd please, like please. to know. I got to go. I'm going to be at the Borgata, and Nisa and Millie are going to join me over there tonight. Going to welcome. I got the great Howard Eskin hosting with Wayne Corbett, another Hofstra legend on the stage. We're going to do a panel discussion for BetMGM over there tonight. But I want to know where my man's going to watch the game tonight. That's what I really want to know. <laughs> 
called. Well, first off, I don't exit the house, so it's going to be uh, right down the, the the hallway here. Me and Jeezy are going to curl up. I'm going to probably have, using the player prop analyzer over at vsun.com, I'm going to have props. Smart. I'm going to have a side bet. I'm going to have a total bet. But I'm going to be here. But quickly on what you're doing, borgata.com for more information. Um, you're going to have a betting council with our boy TG, Howard Eskin, who's a radio legend there in Philadelphia, and Wayne Corbett. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It'll be good to be I mean, to kick off the season. The book will be alive. The horse track will be alive. I'll go over and take a picture of you. That that racing <laughs> sports book over there, the racing book, is it's just incredible. incredible. It's huge at the Porcata. So it really, it'll be fun. It really be, is looking one forward of the, to it. It's one of the nicer books. You're right. And so you and the crew will stay there after the event to watch the game or get home? I think so. Yeah, I think we'll stay there. Uh, I, I think we'll stay at least watch the first half there and come home, you know, at halftime. I think it depends on, you know, what, what's going on, but it seems like a good idea. Why not? If not now, when, Patrick? Enjoy it, That right? is a great uh, famous philosopher, M. Lombardi NFL, said it, and we repeat it. Uh, but quickly, just to get off San Francisco, Chicago, do you think Lance meets expectations week one? Is what Eberflus, and again, San Francisco is laying seven on the road at Chicago to open up the season in the early window coming up this Sunday. What Eberflus will try to do defensively, will it confuse Lance? No, it shouldn't. He just played against it in Houston. One thing about you cannot use from this day forward, September 8th, moving forward, never use confuse and Eberflus in the same sentence ever again. Because <laughs> that's not what Eberflus is ever going to do. He's never confusing you. No, never. There's never confusion with Eberflus. He's going to line up, and that's what he's, he's going to run his stuff, and you're going to know what he's going to run from studying all his tape. So that's what I think Garoppolo <laughs> got back because on that plane ride home, Kyle Shanahan said to himself, man, if he's having a hard time with Eberflus' scheme, we got trouble here. So Eberflus is going to play zone. He's going to read the quarterback. He's not going to let. He's going to try to take away Lance's run game, take away the outside zone, take away. To me, his number two prior two priorities he's got going in the game: stop the outside zone and stop Lance from running. That's it. And tackle the talent. Make sure we tackle these short throws and don't let them become big gains. Tackle the talent. Tackle Debo Samuel from advancing. To me, that's the game plan. And. I think it's it's going to be hard for his offense to get going because his 49er defense is good, especially up front. I think it's a lower-scoring game, and I think that's what Eberflus is going to need to get it into the fourth quarter. Okay. Of course, the total, that one, San Francisco at Chicago, open 42. Michael's right as far as the movement down to 40. The key numbers, NFL totals betting 40-41. Okay, so let's jump back into this. I, listen, I, I don't want to make it as simple as tonight's a 50-50 proposition with Bills and Rams, but if you consider it to be all things considered, McVay's success in week one, defending champs disrespected at home, although, as you've mentioned many times, not necessarily a home field advantage, the Bills fans will be out uh, in droves. Uh, catching the two and a half does feel, don't give me your pick yet, but catching the two and a half does feel like, if you want to call it value, on the Rams tonight. I think it is. I mean, look, the Rams are still a good team, right? They still have a lot of things going for them, you know, and they're able to to move. And this coach can move the ball. I mean, this is the coordinator matchup that we talk so much about, right? It's Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott because Leslie's running Sean's thing, and it's against McVay. I like that. I like Raheem Morris's scheme a lot. I do. I like it better than Brendan Staley's because he was trying to run a duplication of Vic Fangio's scheme when it really wasn't – it was kind of a, a watered down. Raheem's got a lot of different plays, 
And I'm sure Raheem's going to have a lot of different ways to attack. He knows stopping Josh Allen is going to be great. Now, he's got to roll the covers to Stephon Diggs. If he puts Ramsey on Diggs, that forces the ball to Gabriel Davis. That forces what are you going to do with McKenzie? You know, they brought Troy Hill back to be the slot corner. Can he cover McKenzie in that slot? Because McKenzie now is going to become the Cole Beasley, if you will. Remember two years ago when Cole Beasley had like 82 catches? That's what's going to happen there. So, you know, I I think the game plan for – I think the coaching advantage kind of tends to me favor – the Rams, because I'm the unknown of Dorsey. What is he going to do? You know, Dayball would have just kept throwing it. You know, what are they going to do, and what are they going to do with Allen in the run game? Okay, let's get to the matchups. We'll talk about the Bills' offensive line to reset and start the matchups tonight because I think that that Bills' offensive line against the Rams' defensive front, including that front seven, of course, they add Bobby Wagner, a Hall of Famer. Leonard Floyd broke out in his first year with the Rams. But then you go, obviously, a legend in Aaron Donald, Gaines, Ashawn Robinson. This is a hell of a front seven. That is, and they're fast, they're athletic, they move. You know, Wagner comes in. Ernest Jones is a good player for them. You know, they don't have a lot of depth now. That's the one thing they don't have. They don't have a lot of depth. But they, they're very quick, they're athletic, and they can hold up against the run. Now, if they have to go to their backups, right, they got this kid Terrell Davis from, uh, I think it was Florida State, very athletic, can rush the passer. He's another outside backer, but their depth is not very good. Their depth is really struggles. They've had, they had uh, five defensive players on, from their draft make the team. That tells you where they are in the, in the draft. And all of them were picked in the fourth round or earlier. They had two college free agents made their team at, in terms of depth. So the front seven is good. I like the front seven matchup against Buffalo's offensive line. Buffalo's offensive line has always been the weak link of their team. Now, that being said, they got a guy that's hard to tackle. And he can escape a lot of pressures. And he's hard to get on the ground. You know, he gets the, he gets the extended whistle of the game, too, because, you know, the referees know he's hard to get on the ground. So they give him that extra pause, that extra whistle that's so important so he can escape. Because if, if, if not, you know, he's, he's a problem. Okay, next matchup. The Bills led the NFL against the pass last year. That may surprise some, but the secondary, Tredavious White, we've talked about he's out. So rookies at the cornerback spots uh, against a, a pack, passing attack, it looks like Stafford's going to be completely healthy. Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, and more. Let's talk about that secondary of the Bills against the Rams' pass attack. Well, I mean, it's a zone concept secondary. They're going to play some man-to-man. They're a zone blitz team, so they're going to do a lot of different things to try to confuse them. I I think McVay will know what they're doing. He'll be able to get in certain formations to predict coverages, and then he'll be able to take advantage of that. I think he'll do a really good job. It's going to be interesting to see tonight how Carl Jeffers, who's officiating the game, handles this, we don't want you to touch the receivers. When I was at the Raiders – Patriots practices, I went over to one of the line, the side judge, the back judge, and I said, how are you calling this? If the quarterback is looking over here to his right and there's illegal contact to the left, what are you, t- are you calling it? What are you going to do? Because he's never throwing it over there. You know, and he said, look, we're not going to nitpick on that. If there's illegal contact past five where the quarterback, now once he leaves the pocket, all bets are off. So it'll be interesting. Jeffers has had, you know, he's the most experienced official in the field. 14 seasons he's done. No, excuse me, Boger's 16. But he calls a lot of penalties. He averages over 12 penalties a game. I think the secondary versus the receiver on both sides is going to be predicated on how this crew calls the game and what they let them get away with. What I find interesting is... Not to interrupt that, 
But but I just had another thought. When you go back and watch the Kansas City Buffalo game, they let them play. Buffalo, even though they didn't play great, they let them play. And that's why the scoring was so high. I, will they let them play? I hope they do for our entertainment value. Michael, I do think that they're, the Von Miller discussion and the contract was wild, but I do think he adds juice to the Bills tonight because, remember, no Andrew Whitworth. Now, he wasn't great in the run, but against pass pro or in pass protection, Whitworth was, you can tell me, you have the numbers, but he was amongst the best at left tackle. And whoever yeah, I, now, I mean, obviously, it, please. But I was just waiting for Whitworth to get hurt, and I thought Doom and Gloom would come to the Rams. And no Bloom. All of a sudden, no Bloom played really well. And give the Rams staff credit. They got no Bloom to play well. Now, can he play like that against Von Miller? I don't know. This will be a challenge. But McVay's smart enough. With all his movement and shifts in the formation of the tight ends, he's not just going to leave some guy out on an island. Plus, what I don't think people re- know and remember enough is McVay's not a true drop-back pass game. He's a play-action pass guy. You know, and Stafford knows what's going on and how he can route the protection and what he needs to do. And he'll get rid of the ball too quick to really make Miller be a factor when he knows he's on an island. Also, McVeigh's a tempo guy where he's slow first half and then he starts to put the pedal to the metal. We've got a first half number, the Bills laying a half a point and a first half total of 25 and a half. The full game, two and a half bills, a total right now sitting 52. We've got a big bet alert from our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM. A better has wagered 16 cents on the money line there with the bills minus 135. The bet would win 12 cents. Every bet <laughs> counts. The matchups continue coming up next here on the Lombardi Line it. presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, of course, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Make sure you check them out right now. If you're in Nevada, bring your state-issued ID to any MGM property. When you do, you're ready to go within minutes. We love BetMGM. Make sure you check it out. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, you got to be 21 years or older. BetMGM.com for more information. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, our buddy Mike Palm is going to be joining us in about 14 minutes. Looking forward to him throughout the football season. A couple of things I have for you. We're going to get to the Eagles at Detroit. Remember, the Eagles opened 2-5 and five last year, and then they used that Week 8 win against Detroit to springboard them uh, into some success. Before we get to that, it looks like Les Snead and Sean McVay have been extended through 2026. The only significance there is that McVay, after last season, the discussion was, would he go into the broadcasting booth? So it looks like they've locked him up for a couple more years here. Yeah. And, and you know they and we know his contract's been done, and then eventually they just got Les Snead done. I mean, Les Snead's got a pretty good job. He's he just got to you know. I mean, he doesn't have to work that much on the draft. He could just keep working on on the, those guys that are not drafted, you know, because they're going to trade away most of their picks anyway. So good for him. So I want to get a Veasan Pro tip in before we get to Mike, and I'm going to use this. So we've got what Michael ten new coaches. And I, I, this is interesting. The last four season, new coaches haven't fared well in week one. They're three, yeah. 19, and one straight up, and they're seven and 16 ATS. Maybe a pro tip on betting first year head coaches and why it's so difficult. Well, let's not put all the first year, first, first time head, first year head coaches in the same pot. There's 10 of them okay. this year. Okay, so five of them have been head coaches before. So they've experienced this before. This is their second time around. The Dennis Allens, the Josh McDaniels, they've kind of Good done point. it. They've done it once. Todd Bowles, you know, Lovey Smith, that's four. You know, they've kind of gone through it. Now we got the Kevin O'Connells, right? You know, we we've got the 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 Matt Eberfluses and we've got the other new coaches, the Nathaniel Hackett's. Those are the ones to me that you have to look at and say, okay, they're going into this game. Last year we know two of them won out of seven. But two of them played. But two teams played one another. Atlanta played Philly. So Sariani had it. Somebody had to win. Arthur Jones or Sariani, right? So I think you narrow it down to those five teams, right? The, and that's what you have to take a look at. Which of those five coaches is going to have his team ready to play and to play effectively, right? I think that's ultimately what we're looking for. Is do you think the Jets? Not not excuse me. The Jets were last year, but. Do you think Jacksonville, Doug, Doug Peterson, he's done it before. He's played, Doug Peterson has played, has played Jack Del Rio in an opening game before. Remember they lost to Washington two years ago in, in the COVID game? The, mm-hmm. the, the Eagles did. So he's prepared for that. So you kind of have that sense of that. Whereas if you look at, at uh, let's take Chicago, 
you know, Eberflus has played against San Francisco, but Luke Getze, he's got two inexperienced coordinators, Alan Williams and Luke Getze, on his coaching staff. Are they going to be able to handle it? I think that's the key question. So when you break down the coaches and you break down the coordinator page, you know, the one team that jumps out to me that I'm reluctant about is Chicago because they're new in all three areas. 20 pro tips, which you can find over at vcin.com when you become a vcin pro across the day. I think this is very interesting. So the pro tip here, not all first-year head coaches created the same because going through a summer, going through an offseason, entering week one, those that have been there before are a first year on another team are used to it as opposed to an Eberflus and others that this is going to be a completely brand new scenario. Yeah. Uh, Josh McDaniels, he's got... You know, he's run the offense. He's got Mick, who was with them last year in, in New England, and he's got Pat Graham, who was in New England, has been a coordinator. So there's a lot of stability within that framework, right? So that's not. Now, Doug Peterson, been a coordinator before, but he's got Mike Caldwell. So Mike Caldwell's never called plays. So you got an, a, a first, a second time head coach with a first time coordinator. You probably can minimize that. Kevin O'Connell, first time play caller, first time head coach, Ed Donatel running the defense. So you got to look at that. I, I think there's you got to weigh these two things together. And the only team, the only team that really did it and went co- new coordinator completely was Chicago with Eberflus, and that's got to worry you. It's perfect, exactly what I need to thank you, Michael. Okay, Philly at welcome, Detroit. Patrick. Anything else I can thank do you. for you? No. Well, if you could answer okay. the question I got coming up for you about the Detroit okay, Lions, I'll, maybe I'll this that. will help okay. because. I understand the hype train is choo-choo going crazy (laughs) for the Detroit Lions this year because of hard knocks and Dan Campbell. And I'll admit, Dan Campbell really is, there is something about him. I do like his candor. I do like his energy. He's completely embraced the city of Detroit, all of that. But the reality when it comes to the Detroit Lions is they don't have talent on defense. I'm sorry, they just really don't. Now, opposite, you've got Philly. And they're laying four at Detroit. Remember, the Eagles started two and five last year, put a 44-6 beatdown in Detroit in week eight, and then boom, they didn't really play many quarterbacks moving forward, but then they decided uh, to get going as far as the playoff race uh, where they ended up losing big time to Tampa Bay. But let's start Let's start talking about this Eagle-Lions matchup. Well, I mean, it's it was the Eagle run game. The Lions had no idea how to stop the Eagle run game. The Eagle went into Detroit and ran the ball 46 times for 236 yards and scored four touchdowns. That reads like a passing game, you know? And they only threw it 16 times in the game. They were 11 for 16 for 114 yards. So this game, and this game wasn't about turnovers. The Lions only turned the ball over once in the game. Right, and you know they they had three fumbles. They fumbled. Goff didn't throw. This game was about they they couldn't block the Eagles front. They gave up six sacks in the game, and they couldn't run the ball. And then when they got behind, they couldn't come back. So to me, the 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 salient point about this game was that the Lions didn't know how to stop the Eagles' run game. They were catching them in midseason. They were catching them without really preparation of understanding how to do it. So you say, move it forward, Lombardi. Okay, how are they going to handle it this year? They've had a whole offseason to review this tape, to see how they get lined, because the Eagle running game is going to be the Eagle running game. It's still going to be Jalen Hurts running the football. And if they try to throw it more to prove that Hurts can throw it, they're liable to lose the game. They're liable to lose the game. So I think that's why, you know, that's I think this line is hasn't moved even though people are betting Philly because this line there's still what is Detroit at home they should be better in this game the second time around. 
Yeah, I mean, they should be. Again, they were a bottom five team against the run. The Lions last year got completely decimated by the Eagles. They have more talent on defense than they have in years past, but it's still not going to be a very good defense. My expectations are the Eagles are going to be able to run the football, like you said. And that, by the way, is the distinction that Michael's made all summer. This is going to be a very good Eagles regular season team, but that running won't happen in the postseason with Hurts. No, it's hard. He's got to throw it to win. But like when I handicapped this game on my numbers last year, adding in this year, adding in the coordinators, facilitating that, doing all that, you know, I have this as about a six-point game. And I could see why people are betting Philadelphia. I could see why. But but I think there's a lot of people betting, as, as I go through the betting spreads, a lot of people, you know, there, there's balance, I think, in both ways on this game. I don't think, I think there's a fanfare of Philly. I'm sure Thomas's book will have a lot of Philly. But I don't see it as an imbalanced game. Like it hasn't showed up on any of my sheets on betting splits being the Eagles or the Lions being lowly bet. Yeah, I mean, this number's four. Open four really hasn't budged. We've seen a couple of three and a half with Philly laying it at Detroit. The total, a little interesting. I mean, it has, I think it's cash eight straight between these two to the over. Detroit and Philly open 46 and a half. It has been bet up to 48 and a half. I'm seeing 49s pop up. So, uh, points are expected here. Yeah, I, well, look, one thing about a running game is it's hard to score a lot of points. If both, you know, Philly's going to run the ball. Philly controlled the clock in the last game 35 minutes. You know, they they controlled it. They, they, they basically, you know, Detroit couldn't do much when they had the football. So I tend to think of a running game as this under being, but I do think there's a propensity to make some, especially in the fourth quarter. Look, I, I'm not sure the Eagles, they didn't play a lot of their guys in the preseason. They got tired in the fourth quarter last year. You know, I know it, they had a big lead on Atlanta, but in the first month of September, you could see their conditioning wasn't great. I'll be anxious to see their conditioning. I think there's propensity for a lot of backdoor covers or backdoor overs because of the conditioning and because of people not playing a lot in the preseason. The question of who's going to run the offense in New England has been the conversation in the offseason, but also who's going to run the offense in Detroit. Campbell hasn't decided. Remember, he took over play calling duties midway through the season last year and the offense got better. Campbell hasn't decided who's going to call the plays. I don't know if that matters to you. I will say this. It's year two for Campbell. In year one, his decisions in game clock management weren't very good, but let's give credit where credit's due. The offense got better when he started running it. He did. It, you know, he showed that he had an effective ability. Now, I would think that based on that experience, that he would stay involved with the offense in terms of setting up the game plan and acting like the quasi-offensive coordinator in terms of how we're going to play this game, how we're going to run this game, what are we going to do in this game? I think that's ultimately really important. Okay, still have time to get involved in Circa Survivor and, of course, yeah. Circa Millions. And Mike Palm is going to join us. He's part of the brain trust behind the contests that uh, are sweeping the NFL betting scene, of course. So Mike Palm joins us next here on the Lombardi line. Listen, I where do you expect that number to close quickly? It's sitting four with the Eagles. You think we see three and a half before we see four and a yeah. half? I think yeah, we'll see three and a half. I think it's going to move to I think it's going to slightly move on Sunday to Detroit to three and a half. I would tend to agree with you. In fact, we got a shop sitting three and a half right now, but mostly off that opener of four, Philly still sitting four at Detroit. Early window coming up this Sunday, coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. Mike Palm sits to join us, of course, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. 
Okay, it's football season. Time to make some cash. Nobody knows football like VSIN. And now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber. Become a VSIN pro. And when you do, remember only VSIN pros get access to the college football betting guide, the NFL betting guide, Michael Lombardi's articles, Point Spread Weekly, and more. And right now, you can get it all for 50% off 175 bucks through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Make sure you check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe. Get over there now, become a vcin pro so you're ready to go for the NFL season, which starts tonight, of course, with the Bills in town at SoFi to take on the Rams. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. And we welcome in, we take a deep dive with vcin host and outside of Derek Stevens, the man responsible for building Circa, he is one Mike Palm. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Michael. I'm very honored that you would have me on on this day of all days. Months of waiting finally over. Match day one of the Europa League, Patrick. (laughs) I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I figured that's where you were going with that, Mike. There's no denying that. If you don't think I laid a big price with Arsenal drunk last night, then you're wrong. Anywho, I digress. (laughs) One thing I wanted wanted to say. Um, Quickly, on Circa Millions 4... I think there's some questions about whether or not you can still sign up. The answer is very much yes. You can sign up until I think it is 2 p.m. on Saturday. Is that correct? That is correct. 2 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday for both contests, uh, the Survivor and the Circa Millions. Now, obviously, if you want to use the game tonight, you've got to sign up before kickoff. So, be you know, 5 o'clock, basically, uh, Pacific time. The interesting interesting thing about Survivor this year, and it's, it's a new uh, twerk to it, is... Um, you can, let's say you buy six entries and you put them all on the bills tonight, which Derek Stevens has been purporting this is one of his theories of how to play it. You put them all on the bills. It's a difficult week. Everybody admits that to get through Survivor. Buy six entries or buy three and whatever. Put them on the bills tonight. If the Rams win the game, you can rebuy. You're allowed to have six entries going into Sunday. So it, there is that option this year where we didn't have it in previous years. If you want to use the game as one of your five picks in the millions, obviously you have to enter tonight as well. Right now, to give you an update, we are at 5,166. This is up to the minute. 5,166 entries in the Survivor. I think I'm comfortable in saying we're going to get there to the 6,000 we need for the $6 million guarantee. But we're sitting at 3,765 in the millions. I, I'd actually be surprised if we got to 4,500, Patrick and Michael. I think there's going to be at least a million and a half dollar overlay. Mike, why do you think the, the, I know it's hard. I mean, Survivor's really hard. I mean, Survivor looks easier than it is, than it actually is. It's really hard. But why do you think there hasn't been more of the contest of the five? Because at least, you know, it, you might get hot. You, you, sh- you shoot 72% in the contest. You're going to win the damn thing, right? Well, I mean, that, that that's <laughs> the number you got to get. You got to be accurate 72% of the time, which is hard to do. I get that. You know, it's one or two games if you're at 60. It's really just one. It's about four games through the year. Why do you think it's lagging behind? Well, it's tough. And and there's competing contests with that traditional five against the point spread, right? The Westgate still has the super contest. We're really the, the only $1,000 survivor type type of a pool. I think, you know, we had the three sign-up weekends in August. And each of those weekends, we had a meet and greet at Bar Canada at the D on Friday night. And I met a gentleman on the second weekend who's a Naval uh, Academy graduate who bought two entries in each. And he said something to me that was sort of epiphanic. He said, playing in the Survivor is like the opening weekend of March Madness. 
The 12s can beat the fives. They're Cinderella stories. Anything can happen. The common man can win. The common man. Five guys split Survivor last year, 1.2 million each. None of them a professional gambler. He said playing in the Circa Millions is like playing in the U.S. Open. You're going against the 50 best guys in the world. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's and a Circa good point. I, I agree with that. CircusSports.com for all the information. Remember, out of state, use a proxy. It's very easy to do. It's very efficient. It's the time. It's the most fun you can have. Uh, Circa Millions Four, and of course, Circa Survivor. Are you willing to divulge who you're taking Week One, Mike Palm, in Circa Survivor? Well, I cannot play in it, but if if I did, I would yes, take sir. I would take the Titans, and I think the Titans will be the most popular pick. Mitch Moss, I was on with Mitch and Paul uh, on Follow the Money on this network yesterday morning. And Mitch thinks the 49ers uh, will be the most popular pick against the Bears. Uh, maybe it's close. Maybe you see it spread out. It's a tough week with all these road favorites and divisional games with the Bengals and the Steelers. Um, not a lot of movement in the lines. In the last 48 hours, only the only one line move here, two to two and a half on the Buccaneers. I don't think people are taking the Buccaneers at Dallas on Sunday night. The juice changed. Um the Chargers went from three flat to three minus 120, and the Ravens went from seven flat to seven minus 120. That's the, in the 48 hours, that's the only movement so far. Now, right, 90% of the money is going to come in on these games on Sunday between now and, and 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. So things could change, but not a lot of movement here this, this right as we get ready for kickoff on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm with. I, like, I'm a little nervous about San Francisco and Chicago. I, I talked to some people in Chicago, and they feel pretty good about them. So they feel I, I don't know why, but they do. But they feel like they have a really good chance. I, I, I agree. I think it's hard. I'm surprised Baltimore wasn't going to be the better play with Flacco at quarterback. The Jets, the way they looked in the preseason. You know, I know they're going to be better on defense once they play all their guys. But Lamar coming back, John Harbaugh an opener. I would have thought Baltimore would have been a stronger play. Well, we'll see. It still might be. I, this could be one of the weeks where there's really no consensus and it's spread out. I, I, you know, in some places this line was six and a half, and then it was announced. You know, we're going to have Flacco for three weeks. Well, didn't we really know that? I mean, what what was the chance yeah. that wasn't going to happen? And in right. some place there was a half point move. And as I said here, the juice moving towards. Uh, towards the Ravens 120. Does it get to seven and a half? I don't know. But I mean, I don't think any of this is earth shattering news. We we knew this weeks ago that this was going to be the quarterback matchup. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I don't think it goes. Do you think it goes to seven and a half, Mike? I don't see it. I think it'll stay. I think if it goes anywhere, it goes six and a half. Oh, I don't think it gets back to six and a half, Michael. I think I, I don't think there's going to be Jets money here between now and kickoff. Um, but we'll see how people play it. And maybe, maybe it's a popular teaser play, teasing the Ravens down to one. Okay, yeah. Mike Palm is targeting three games in the NFL this weekend. He's targeting three games in Argentina Liga Profesional today. <laughs> I'll give you a tip. He's going under in all three matchups. Okay, quickly, before we get to the three that you've designated, let's talk about tonight. Uh, are you 110 up and down on two and a half with the Bills laying it? Because that's what I'm seeing everywhere. And uh, just give me a thought on that number to start. The Bills laying two and a half at the Rams. Yeah, remember this game opened Rams one. And then uh, late July, it became a pick 'em. It didn't stay at a pick 'em long. Bills one, Bills one and a half, two, and now two and a half. Uh, it's not too bad as far as the action here. It's balanced at two and a half. I mean, we're going to need the Rams. The money is still on the Bills here. Although, if you listen to shows that talk about sports betting, there's not a lot of people giving out the Rams this, this week. So we'll need it. Pretty, pretty uh, much a coin flip for us. Not really a big decision so far uh, on the total. I think it probably stays. 
at two and a half. You know, defending Super Bowl champ in a home opener to open the season is uh, it's a powerful thing. I can I can remember you know when the Bears came off a uh, eighty five and that. I mean, it, it's just a tough thing to go in there and win and win that game. But uh, people are high on Buffalo. I I, I listened to Peter King. Uh, on Mitch and Paul earlier this week, and you know he's picked the last four Super Bowl winners. So let's let's not just gloss over that fact. How hard was that? Because none of none of them were huge favorites to win the Super Bowl going in, and he picked the Bills this year and said he likes the Bills preseason to win the Super Bowl more than he's ever liked any team in his career. Hmm. Usually, that by the way, you know, you know usually, he, uh, go ahead, Patrick. He also had the Saints in the NFC Championship game, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that matters. I don't know if that stands out I mean, it's to you. So hard to predict. It's so it's so hard to predict that. Like I don't know how you you know, I mean, credit to him for doing it because there's so many variables that go into it, whether you could be right with it or not. I mean, I'm a little bit of the opinion that I think when everybody's on a team, I don't see it how it all works out. I really don't. It's very challenging and Look, I think Buffalo last year, they didn't play a lot of quarterbacks and when they did, they struggled. It'll be interesting to see how they do this year. Based on what Mike Palm just said there, Mike Palm's on the Rams tonight. Remember, the defending champs back to 2000. I won't put words in your mouth. I'll let you finish. 19-3 and three straight up week one, 13-6-2 ATS, the defending champs. Do you like the Rams tonight? It's a very strong trend. I'm probably not going to play the game. Uh, I would lean over in this game, but I, I probably won't play it. I'm probably going to take a, a wait-and-see approach. And just, just to correct the, the record, Patrick, yes, I will be on all three unders, but we're really – in Europa here. We're, we're all in. It's what I call the blessed union of souls, uh, I believe, in Berlin today. I've, I've got, I've got the, the Flemish flashes here. I've got Union Saint-Jouas, and they are up one nothing. I got them plus $3 here, Patrick. I like this team. We saw this play out yesterday when Club Bruges beat Leverkusen. We're all in. I parlayed them with your arsenal and, uh, and with Villarreal. We stayed under the total it. club rouge, so I was happy oh, yes. with that. Michael, <laughs> Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher, of course, Mike Palm talking NFL and European football here on the Lombardi line. Okay, before, you know what, we're going to go to break. Here are the three matchups Mike has plays on, Detizia. Uh Cleveland, Carolina, San Francisco, Chicago, which Mike, we just mentioned, um, and, and also the Jacksonville matchup. We're going to come back with Mike Palm as we continue. Remember, circusports.com for more information. You still have time. 2 p.m. Pacific on Saturday to get involved in the contest. We continue. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Unleash the spirit of Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip there to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into rewards. You can use them towards dining shows, hotel rooms. It's the best loyalty program in the game. Go to BetMGM.com. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we're back here, Lombardi Line. As we kick off the NFL season tonight here in Los Angeles, I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi NFL. Remember, he's going two times a week with the podcast as well. You can go to vsin.com slash podcast for the GM Shuffle. We have three new podcasts we're thrilled about. Mike is Mike Palm is thrilled about as well. The College Football Podcast, the Pro Football Podcast, and what Mike was talking about during the break, Josh Applebaum's Morning Podcast as we get you back. That is Mike Palm. I think Michael Lombardi, our buddy Derek Stevens, was floating around the Circa studio there, the VEASAN studios. Uh, what I will say about Derek, it's not just Circa Millions, Michael. It's also, um, he got together with our buddy Matt Humans and literally on the spot, I think, put together a pro betting contest, which is about as good as it gets. Yeah, no doubt. Mike, you know, that's that's just how Derek operates, isn't it? I mean, he just hears a good idea and he jumps all over it. I mean, the fact that he's even giving out advice in his own contest is even remarkable. <laughs> Yeah, he he's he's selling twenty four seven now. Of course, leading up to here, try to try to uh, cut into this overlay as much as possible. Look, Matt Humans did a terrific job creating this concept of using the old Stardust contest, and we're going to do this on Friday nights. I'll be on Friday nights at ten thirty and give my five picks. It's uh, game totals and sides in the NFL. Then Matt will give his at ten forty five, and then these sixteen contestants that are in this, and Derek put up the prize pool twenty five thousand. There'll be two, three, or four of them every week come in studio or on Skype, giving their picks for the week, and we'll sort of rotate through. And I think uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it, Patrick. Before we get to the to the games that I've played, can oh, I please. ask Michael uh, one or two or five questions? You can take it. Take uh, it from take it from here. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to kick off so that you know an eager uh, nation awaits the answers to some.
some questions. Michael, I had the research department at the Lombardi line, uh, namely Bill Berman, go back <laughs> and, and track this. And, you know, and you've been doing these these picks now for, for three years. They're widely talked about and, and you know, talked about the 70% a couple of years ago. There was one team that you used by a factor of three more than any other team, and that was, of course, Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos. With Vic Fangio gone, who is your new North Star in the NFL? Uh, well, I mean, to me, that's a great question, Mike. I think you have a couple of them. I think it's the matchup. You know, I think offensively, it goes to Sean McVay, Josh McDaniels. You look at the – they know how to attack people. And I, I think there – I when you look defensively, I, I think it's always – I think Raheem Morris comes to mind because his defense is – you know, he's adaptable. He's not locked in. Like, Eberflus is locked in. Now – the guy who copies Vic Fangio probably close as anybody is Ed Donatel, who's now in Minnesota. And Donatel is, you know, a disciple, and he's different than Staley because he knows exactly how this is going to go. So, I mean, that would come off the top of my head just as those. But I, I pay very close attention to these coordinator matchups every week because I think it's so important. I think that's the game in the game if you're going to handicap it. A question sec- two, Mike Paul? Yeah, question two. Um Last year, we saw the Green Bay Packers, and really the story I thought of the NFL playoffs, their dead last-ranked special teams blow up in their face with a blocked punt. And I think it changed the whole story of the playoffs. I don't know that the Rams could have went into Lambeau the next week and won the game. Every team that advanced through the Super Bowl and the conference championship games had very strong special teams. The Chargers are one of the most popular picks to win the Super Bowl this year but are notorious for horrific special teams, especially their place-kicking game. Should they be a Super Bowl favorite when they're so bad on special teams? No, no. <laughs> I think it's still uh, – the, the answer is no. You good have question. to be good in all three phases to win. It's a hard contest to win, like the Circa Millions. It's hard. It, it's, you've got to be able to win a game with a kicking game, and I think that's where I look at Carolina as improving in the kicking game to help them improve their win total. I think it's vital. I really do. I think we don't pay enough attention to it. I think it's because we just dismiss it. The hidden yardage that you get lost in the special teams is so important, especially like the Chicago Bears. If they have penalties in the kicking game, and they are not good enough on offense to overcome them, so how do they get into the game? That's the challenge, and I think it's you can't. I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not all in on these chargers to be a Super Bowl team. I'm really not. Number three, Mike Palm. Final question, and then we'll give it back to Patrick. Um, illegal contact, obviously a very important penalty. If they are going to call this like they did in the preseason, totals betters have to beware. I mean, this is as much of an over totals play if they're going to focus on this as uh, as offensive holding is to the unders. How much do you think illegal contact gets called now that it's the regular season, Michael? I think it's going to get called. I think the cr- it's going to depend on the crew tonight. You know, tonight's crew averages about twelve penalties a game. I think if they call a lot, I think they're going to call it. I hope they don't call it out of the flow of the game. That was my conversation with the official on the field. Like it can't be something that's not going into the flow of the game. It's like calling holding when the other player is giving himself up. Like how do you call holding when the other player is ch- exchanging a one for one? You can't. But the you know they don't understand that. So. I hope it's not. I think it will affect it, and I think it, it'll get adjusted if it affects it too much. We're taking a deep dive with Mike Palm, of course, Vison hosts Circus Sports Management here on the Lombardi Line. 
I don't think I'm needed for this half hour coming up on Thursdays <laughs> and Fridays because Mike Palm just nailed it. Those are three great questions. Question for you, Mike Palm. The first game on the board. Let's go San Francisco, Chicago. Your boy Trey Lance at Chicago, Mr. Fields. It's seven. I got a couple of shops showing San Francisco laying six and a half. Thoughts on this one? I like the game under. Look, I don't like either quarterback. I don't think Trey Lance is ready. If he was ready, they wouldn't have signed Jimmy G. Um, Fields, I don't know. Are they going to give him, uh, are they going to call plays that complement his strengths? They didn't last year. I don't think he's that accurate of a passer, and I'm really worried about that offensive line. When the when the first and second team offensive line played in the preseason, they did not protect him at all. They looked awful. And then the third part of it is Fields. How bad is Soldier Fielding? They keep having concerts there. It was awful. They shouldn't even have played the preseason game with the Chiefs. We know they're going to Arlington now, going to, going to the old Arlington Park. I think all three of these factors conspire to an under 40 and a half here. Uh, I think that slow track certainly does. And the other thing that it conspires to an under is Kyle's going to run the ball. That ball is going to be run. It's I, I would be shocked if the 49ers, if you add Lance's carries along with Mitchell and everyone else that carries the ball, if they don't exceed 40 carries in the game. Next one up, Cleveland, Carolina. Open four and a half Cleveland's way. We flipped. Carolina's laying a point and a half now at most shops, Mike Palm. Yeah, I'm the, so the, the second two games I put in a teaser. Uh, I, I took the Browns and teased them up over seven. Uh, in this spot now that they're the dog in this game. I know Baker, I mean, here, here's his chance to stick it to his former team. But when there's that much on you, I think it becomes uh, a distraction. I was a big fan of Matt Rule in college. But, Michael, look, none of these coaches outside of Jimmy Johnson has been able to translate the college success they had to the pro success like like he did. I mean, when you talked about Don Coryell in the Hall of Fame. He was successful at San Diego State, but never really got there in terms of the playoffs with the Chargers I think if you take the quarterback position out of it and you look at the, the rest of the teams as a whole, the Browns are a superior team. I'm surprised this game is still a point and a half. I would have thought this has been more of a pick. Uh, questions a little bit about Brissett's mobility, but I'll, I'll tease this up over a touchdown, and I'll tease a game that might be the least bet game of the week, the Jaguars, uh, up to eight and a half here against the Commanders. I think... I think this is a, this could be a watershed year for them. They get an adult in the room. You talk about culture. How about the lack of a culture with Urban Meyer or a cancerous culture here with a coach that's won it? Um, I think I like the, I like the uh, Jags to win this game, but I'll, I'll take more than a touchdown and a tease uh, with the Browns. Yeah, and I like the fact that Peterson has pr played against Del Rio in opener. He prepared for him two years ago with COVID, so he kind of knows this scheme really well. I think that'll go a long way. And then Scott Turner really doesn't know how to prepare for Mike Caldwell. He's going to look at Todd Bowles' tape, but how is he going to call the game? I think those are two variables. Plus, let's face it, is there a home field advantage in Washington? No. 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 It's a disaster. Michael, way out. We got a minute here. Buffalo at the Rams. Buffalo's laying two and a half, and the total is 52. You know, I, I like the Rams tonight. I, I think it'll be – I like the Rams in the over. I, I, I think the pace of the game is going to lend itself to offense. I think both quarterbacks, I think both coaches will really do a nice job of preparing. I think Sean McVay knows how to attack Sean McDermott, and I do think the Rams will will, will struggle to stop Josh Allen as a one-man show, throwing the ball to Diggs and to Gabriel Davis and everyone else. So I, I think it's a high-scoring game. If the offensive lines on both sides play well, I like the Rams and the points. Mike Palm? 
I like the over. I, I'm with Michael yeah. on the over there. Here's something to track, Patrick, in closing, and we'll talk to you next Friday. You know, Amal averaged 4.9 plays a week in five hours uh, on the little show we did before. He's given out one pick, and he's done a two-hour show now. This, I think, is eighth show today. Bring back Amal, please. Bring back Amal. <laughs> Speaking of Amal, he's next. Yeah. Big bets with I Dave Ross it. and Amal Thank you, Shaw. Mike Palm. Thank You're you. Was quite a tease. Mike Palm will join us for deep dives every Friday here on the Lombardi Line during the NFL season, and it's going to get weird. Michael, Mike, yeah. enjoy football. It starts tonight. Thank we'll see you, you next guys. time tomorrow morning. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.